0: Let us open our Bibles for the reading of a psalm to the 101st psalm, Psalm 101. Thank the God of heaven that he gave us 150 psalms, the majority of which were written by the man after his own heart, so that we can see the heart-felt attitude and commitment of David, a man that God delighted in greatly and blessed abundantly, So that even the Lord Jesus Christ is called the Son of David, for he is the Son of David legally by his presumed father Joseph and biologically by his mother Mary. Psalm 101, let us stand together and read this psalm of commitment made by David to the Lord of how he would conduct his life in following the God of heaven. I hope that you will notice the multitude of future tense verbs that we will read in this psalm. Together. I will sing of mercy and judgment. Unto thee, O Lord, will I sing. I will behave myself wisely in a perfect way. O when wilt thou come unto me? I will walk within my house with a perfect heart. I will set no wicked thing before mine eyes. I hate the work of them that turn aside. It shall not cleave to me. A froward heart shall depart from me. I will not know a wicked person. Whoso privily slandereth his neighbor, him will I cut off. Him that hath an high look and a proud heart, will not I suffer. Mine eyes shall be upon the faithful of the land, that they may dwell with me. He that walketh in a perfect way, he shall serve me. He that worketh deceit shall not dwell within my house. He that telleth lies shall not tarry in my sight. I will early destroy all the wicked of the land, that I may cut off all wicked doers from the city of the Lord. Amen and amen. You may be seated. There was a long period of time between David being anointed king and David taking the throne. There are reasons within this psalm that David wrote this psalm during that time because all of his commitments to righteousness, public and private, are in the future tense, and he's asking God to come to him. But let us not be distracted with that. Let's make it more general than that, for our sakes, in that This psalm is a commitment of David as to how he would live and his request for the Lord in the middle of the second verse to come to him. If you want God to walk with you and to draw nigh to you, as James 4 lays out very clearly, and as we reviewed last Sunday, we must wash our hands and cleanse ourselves from all iniquity, and we must mourn about any sin in our lives, then God will draw nigh to us. And this is a psalm of commitment to excellence by David, our brother. Very briefly, I will sing of mercy and judgment. Unto thee, O Lord, will I sing. Mercy and judgment, or mercy and justice, to help you understand the sense of judgment. The word judgment is usually used in the Bible, not in the sense of punishment, but in the sense of justice. We use it that way when we say, he has a good sense of judgment. We don't mean he has a good sense of punishment. We mean he has a good sense of right and wrong and of justice. I will sing of mercy and judgment for those are the pillars of God's kingdom and they are the pillars of any righteous kingdom on earth. A man, whether he be a father, a husband, a master or a civil ruler or a pastor, the authority that he exercises should be exercised with mercy and judgment or justice. And so David says, I'm going to sing of the pillars of your kingdom, and I'm going to sing of the pillars of any good kingdom on earth. I will sing of mercy and judgment, and I'll sing it unto thee, O Lord. Not only are you the founder of both pillars, but you have taught me these things, and I will give them to you in service in my role as king of Israel. Verse 2, I will behave myself wisely in a perfect way. What a commitment. We would, we could wish to God that our president would have taken his office with such a statement to the God of heaven. I will behave myself wisely in a perfect way. Let us, for the sake of this clause being set differently than the third clause of this sentence, of this verse and this sentence, meaning his public office. I will behave myself wisely in a perfect way. I will follow the rules of wisdom. And I will conduct myself perfectly as your king. When wilt thou come unto me? It is by that kind of a commitment that God meets with men. He does not meet with men who mouth songs, who profess Christ, but do not commit their lives to follow him. I will walk within my house with a perfect heart. Lord, not only in my public carriage will I behave myself wisely and perfectly, but even at home where only my family sees me, I will walk inside my house where we often let our hair down. I will walk with a perfect heart. This is the commitment of a righteous man. In public, I will be wise and perfect, At home, I will be perfect, though it is only my family around me, and I'll be perfect from the inside out. I will walk within my house with a perfect heart. Not just perfect outward carriage of your life, but with a heart. Verse 3, I will set no wicked thing before mine eyes. We consider this one of the best clauses in the Bible about that television thing that sows so much evil in so many homes. But David is saying this about any idea, any practice that is put before his eyes, any false doctrine that is brought to him, I will set no wicked thing before mine eyes. I will not countenance it. I will not look upon it. I will not consider it. I hate the work of them that turn aside. I hate liars. I hate false prophets. I hate false doctrine. I hate the wicked of the world. It shall not cleave to me. I am not going to let it stick to me by me looking upon it and even considering it. I will not set it before mine eyes. I will not let it touch me or pollute me. This is the, this is David. If you want to have the inner heart and soul of a man that was after God's own heart, it is his psalms that you want to embrace and learn to pray and think the very same way. This is David's commitment to righteousness. I hate the work of them that turn aside. I hate Hollywood. I hate anything admired by this world that is contrary to your word. It shall not cleave to me. Verse 4, here are the friends that he describes, who he will not have in his house, who he will not have in his court or administration, and whom he will. And this is how every one of us ought to govern our friends. And this is how every parent ought to govern the friends of their children. Verse 4, A froward heart shall depart from me. A froward heart is a naughty, evil, wicked heart. It shall depart from me. Not because they're willing to depart, but because David was going to drive them away. <laughs> a froward heart shall depart from me. I will not know a wicked person. Now David knew lots of wicked people as far as being cognizant of their existence. But he would not know them intimately or his friends. He didn't want them near him. Notice this commitment. To who was going to be around David? Because this is what God wants. Well, how does the first psalm open up? Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. Right. David follows that through all the way through these psalms. And here he is in Psalm 101 with the same commitment to godly friends. He would not have wicked or froward men around him. Verse 5, Whoso privily slandereth his neighbor... Him will I cut off. If a man talks evil about another person, I will cut him off. I don't want him near me. Him that hath a high look and a proud heart, will not I suffer. I will not put up with those that are proud or arrogant. I do not want them around me. Verse 6, Mine eyes shall be upon the faithful of the land. He wanted to be in a church, and he wanted to have around him in his house, servants and helpers in his kingdom, that were the faithful of the land, those that had faith in God and in His Word, that they may dwell with Me. He that walketh in a perfect way, he shall serve Me. Even My servants, I want to be like Me, and that they have a perfect heart and want to live before the Lord perfectly. Those are the people I want around Me. So verse 6 are those that He approves as friends. Verses 4 and 5 are those He does not approve. Verse 7, back to those he does not approve. He that worketh deceit shall not dwell within my house. He that telleth lies shall not tarry in my sight. I will not have anything to do with those that do not have integrity and always tell the whole truth. I will have nothing to do with them. Verse 8, I will early destroy all the wicked of the land. I will do it quickly and at my earliest convenience I will practice the punishment of the wicked and cut them off from the land of Israel, that I may cut off all wicked doers from the city of the Lord. God, I am your ambassador on earth, and I want to execute righteous judgment against all wicked doers, so that your city, your nation, your land, your family, this church, will have the evildoers cut off from it and out of it. This is the heart of David. Is it your heart? This is his commitment. This is the man that God approaches to. He trembles in his word, and he has a poor and contrite spirit, but he commits himself to following the Lord zealously and with holiness and righteousness, with wisdom and truth, with mercy and judgment. May the Lord bless us to be like David in this respect. Commit yourself to him this day to be zealous like David And the blessings of the Lord will prosper in your life. But that is not even why we do it. We do it because God is worthy of us serving Him and committing to Him with this kind of a commitment. May the Lord bless the reading of His Word.